All the Young Dudes, a Harry Potter fan fiction written by Ms. King Bean 89. Before we begin, please help this channel grow by liking this video and dropping a comment letting me know your thoughts on this chapter below. If you'd like to support my work in a monetary way, consider checking out my Patreon. There, you can get early access to my content, listen to books that I can't post here, or even suggest a book for me to read next. The link is down below in the description. Thanks, and happy listening. Chapter 24 Second Year Potions Again Despite all of his talk, Remus did wait. He couldn't see that he had many options, other than to go directly to Dumbledore and ask to be sent back to St. Edmund's. And he wasn't exactly sure where Dumbledore's office was. He hadn't got that far with the map. The map? He'd better leave that behind. Sirius and James could finish it. At least he wasn't tired anymore. He sat on his trunk fidgeting for what felt like hours. Thought about going down for lunch. But what if they wanted to talk to him right there in front of everyone? He stayed put. He wasn't hungry anyway. He tried to read, but couldn't concentrate for long enough. Every so often Remus's mind wandered back to his conversation, argument, with Sirius. He wasn't sure how he felt about it. On the one hand, once the initial terror had passed, he could see that Sirius was trying to be kind. If he really had known since last Christmas, then he probably had no intention of telling anyone else. And he'd given Remus fair warning at least. But on the other hand, what Remus had said was true. Just because James was Sirius's best friend didn't mean that he would have any protective feelings towards Remus. They were friends, certainly, but only because they were dorm mates. Remus couldn't play Quidditch, wasn't from a good family, had no money. On top of all of that, would Potter's perfect reputation allow him to associate himself with a dark creature? As for Sirius, Sirius couldn't even forgive his own brother for being in a different schoolhouse. If family didn't matter to him, then why would friendship? Just after the four o'clock bell rang, Remus heard three sets of footsteps tramping up the stairs. He stood up, bracing himself. James entered first, looking very serious and somehow older than all of them. Sirius came in behind him, his expression inscrutable, no trace of the emotion from earlier. Peter was last, looking, as usual, very uncomfortable and out of his depth. Hiya, Remus, James said straight away. They all stood facing each other, the room feeling very small, even with the window open. Hi, Remus replied, trying to keep his eyes on all three of them at once. How are you feeling? Fine. Look, mate, I'll get right to it, okay? James ran his fingers through his hair, swallowing nervously. Remus could see his Adam's apple working. We've noticed. Well, we couldn't not notice that you're away a lot in the hospital wing. Every month, pretty much. Peter was nodding sycophantically behind him, and Remus felt a surge of hatred rise up out of nowhere. He repressed it, focusing instead on meeting James's eyes. They already thought he was a wild animal. Best not to confirm it. Okay, he said sullenly. Yeah, James nodded, as if they were having a perfectly normal conversation. Every month, around the full moon. He let it hang in the air. Remus grew impatient to get it over with. Just say it, James. Are you a werewolf? It came out all in a rush, and James's gaze finally dropped, as though he was embarrassed to have asked. Remus glanced at Sirius, who was still staring at him with a look of determination. Peter was gnawing his bottom lip, his eyes darting between Remus and James. 
Remus squared his shoulders. Yeah. He jutted his chin forward as if daring James to strike him. Whatever, he was ready for it. James exhaled. Right. That it? Yes, I mean no, I mean bloody hell. James ran his hands through his hair again, turning to the others for support, looking helpless. It's okay, Remus said, his voice hard. I'm off. Just let me go and tell McGonagall. Off? Off where? Back to St. Edmund's, I suppose. As if there was anywhere else. You can't leave Hogwarts. James looked even more worried now. His glasses had slid down his nose and he hadn't even noticed. I can't stay if everyone knows, Remus explained as calmly as he could. We won't tell anyone, Peter squeaked suddenly. Remus looked at him in surprise, then at Sirius, then at James. James was nodding now. We won't, he confirmed. Remus shook his head, not allowing himself to entertain the idea, to even hope. Hope never got you anywhere. If he knew anything, he knew that. It was a rule written on his skin in thick silver lines. This isn't a game. Keep the secret or whatever. If other people find out, I will have to leave. It could be worse than that, they might. He didn't say it. What was the use in saying it? We won't let it happen. Sirius finally spoke, stepping tentatively forward. Will we? He turned to Peter and James either side of him. They both looked very serious and very frightened, but they both shook their heads firmly. Trust us, James said. Please? He agreed to give them a month, or they agreed to give him a month. He wasn't sure. It wasn't clear who thought who was more dangerous. It was agony, at first. Every moment filled with awkwardness and a new kind of shyness that hadn't been there before. They think I'm a monster, a voice in Remus's head chanted over and over. They think I'm going to murder them in their beds. They think I'm evil. And really, when he thought about it, nothing yet had proved that he wasn't. It had been clear for some time that his affliction was subject to change as he grew into adolescence. Remus had no idea how far it would go. Perhaps one day he would cross that line. Perhaps that was simply the way of things. For a whole week, they didn't talk about it. Not a word, not even a whisper. Remus had felt sure they would all badger him with questions, serious especially. But he had evidently been so severe with them when the confrontation happened that no one wanted to bring it up again. In front of everyone else, they acted the same. James was loud and overconfident. Sirius was witty and arrogant. Peter adoring and insecure. But when they were alone together, the four of them were quiet, thoughtful, and too polite. Sirius's and James's nightly conferences became even more frequent. Unexpectedly, but perhaps unsurprisingly, it was Severus Snape who ended up reuniting the Marauders. It was, of course, during a potions class. This term, they were embarking upon pleasant dream potions, which would take some weeks to brew. You'll need to come back regularly in the evenings to check on your potion's progress. I shall be marking you on persistence and attentiveness. To that end, I think it's best if you all pair up so that you can take it in turns, Slughorn announced. There was a general flurry and chatter as students began to pick their partners. Remus resigned himself to sharing with Peter as usual. But above the commotion, Slughorn raised his voice again. No, no, I've learnt my lesson. He gave the marauders a severe look. You may not choose the same partners you had last year. Sirius and James looked at each other, then at Peter and Remus, sizing them up. Remus cringed. In fact, Slughorn continued, I think I shall assign the partners. 
Fortunately, Slughorn was tactful enough not to put any of them with Snape, though Peter ended up with Mulciber, who towered over him, twice his size. The professor split up Mary and Marlene, who were as joined at the hip as James and Sirius, placing them with the boys. I want Sirius, Mary squealed. Marlene nudged her and they dissolved into giggles. Sirius looked horrified. James looked put out. He ran his hands through his hair and straightened his back slightly. Remus was asked to pair up with Lily Evans, much to his disgust. He didn't really like any of the girls, but he wanted to work with Lily least of all. She was nosy and tried too hard to be nice. Plus, she was best friends with Snape, who was now staring daggers at him from across the room. Remus could not forget the incident during his first year, in which Lily had stopped Snape and Mulciber from attacking him, and her general disdain for his friends. In fact, every encounter he had so far had with Lily turned out relatively unpleasant for Remus. She seemed to recognize his dislike and smiled at him nervously. Hi, Remus. Are you feeling better? She squeaked. He grunted in response, head down. Better keep well back, Lily. Snape hissed from the desk he was sharing with a Slytherin girl. Looney Lupin might be contagious. Shut it, Snivellus, Remus muttered in response, trying not to let Slughorn hear. Yes, please be quiet, Sev, Lily said primly, giving him a hard look. Only trying to help, the greasy-haired boy replied, lips curling. We don't want anyone else coming down with Lupin's mysterious ailment, do we? Let me know if you need anything, Lily. Remus and I are quite capable of completing the assignment ourselves, thank you. She snapped, tossing her mane of red curls and opening her textbook with an elaborate flourish. She looked at Remus. We need eight rat's tails finely diced. Do you want to do that or shall I? Um, I'll do it, Remus replied, taken aback. Good. I'll start weighing the rosemary leaves then. They worked quietly for a while, and it might have been all right if they were at another desk. But Snape was close behind them the whole time, casting spiteful glances at Remus and speaking just above a murmur. Of course, Looney Lupin is quite apt, he said to the girl he was working with. Because he really is utterly mad. I've seen him, wandering around the castle on his own, lurking in dark corners. You may recall he actually attacked me last year. He's clearly dangerous. I don't know why Dumbledore allows it. Remus felt his ears turning red. He turned around, holding out his wand. Say one more word, he growled. Snape looked him up and down, smirking. Lily grabbed Remus's arm and pulled him back. Just ignore him, she whispered, though she sounded very annoyed herself. He's having a bad time at home and blames it on everyone else, that's all. Fine, Remus said, returning to his rat's tails. The blood stained his fingers. Once they had prepared their ingredients, it came time to stir. Remus was starting to get along quite well with Lily now. She was patient and didn't act like she knew everything, like James and Sirius. She was a bit of a goody two-shoes, but he remembered that he was trying to be one too, so he'd better learn to like it. I'll stir, he said heroically. He'd never offered to do something for a girl before. Hadn't so much as held a door open. His contact with the fairer sex had been so limited. It felt very grown up and James-like. He rolled up his sleeves and grabbed the large wooden spoon. Look at him. Snape's nasty, cloying voice rang out loud enough for half the class to hear now. Remus looked up and found that everyone was looking at him, at his bare arms. He hurriedly yanked his robes down to cover the marks, but they'd all seen. What sort of disease does that? Shut up, Severus, Lily barked. 
Why do you have to be so horrid? Lily, just look. Mind your own business. Remus's mind was racing. He wished the ground would swallow him up. He wished he could crawl under the desk. He wished he knew how to apparate. He'd give anything to throw another punch at Snape. The marauders had heard too. Sirius and James raised their heads from their cauldrons. Oi, Snivellus, what are you saying about our mate? Oh, stay out of this, Potter, Lily groaned. You'll only make it worse. Silence, please, Slughorn boomed. You're not first years anymore. I should think you're able to concentrate on the task at hand. Everyone fell quiet. Remus was gripping the stirrer with all his might. I'm sorry, Remus, Lily whispered, looking genuinely upset. He's such a... Oh, I don't know. Look, I've got these. She held out her hand covertly. Remus looked down. She held two grayish round things that looked like bullets or tablets. What? He asked gormlessly. He was annoying me last week, showing off about how good he is at potions. I know it's petty of me, but I wanted to teach him a lesson, so I made these. Then he had this thing with his mom, and I felt sorry for him, so I didn't use them. But now... Evans, Remus said, exasperated. What are they? Just something I've been playing around with in Slug Club. Lily smiled enigmatically. Remus noticed that she was actually strikingly pretty. They'll react with his potion. It'll be really good. He stared at her, awestruck. But you're such a... Teacher's pet? Swat? Good goody? She smiled wider, showing all of her neat white teeth. Some of us know how not to get caught, Mr. Marauder. He shook his head, bemused. Here, she shoved the pills into his hand. You do it. Toss them in when he's not looking. Oi, Potter! She shouted across the room. James's head snapped up, his glasses foggy from the steam emanating from his cauldron. Huh? Snape had looked up too and was glaring at James. Remus moved quickly, pretending to yawn and stretching his arms out, his right hand just reaching over Snape's cauldron. He dropped in the pills, just as Lily said, Oh, nothing, very sweetly, before turning back to her work. Both Snape and James stared at her in confusion. Remus was impressed. His admiration only grew as she grabbed Remus's arm, yanking him back as Snape's cauldron exploded behind them, a magnificent mass of foaming purple bubbles spilling over the brim, all over Severus and his partner's clothes. The whole class began to laugh, and Snape turned white with rage, his nostrils flaring. Oh dear, Slughorn bustled over. A bit overeager with the beetle husks, eh, Severus? It wasn't me, Snape fumed purple bubbles settling in his hair. He did something. He pointed at Remus, who winced. He must have. Did you see Mr. Lupin tamper with your potion? No, but... Come now, boy, Slughorn laughed, throwing him a green tea towel. We all make mistakes, even you. Severus spluttered incoherently, and Lily was clearly struggling to keep a straight face, eventually having to turn around, her shoulders shaking in silent hysterics. After the lesson, the marauders piled on Remus in the hallway, whooping and cheering. You did it, didn't you? Brilliant! How did you do it? You're crap at potions! Remus grinned back at them, neither confirming nor denying. Over James's shoulder, he saw Lily flash him a quick smile before hurrying away up the stairs. Didn't I tell you? Sirius proclaimed brightly, throwing an arm around James and another around Remus. He's still a marauder! <laughs>